Hello and welcome back to another episode of AB Side. Uh, you're here with Ben. And Anzi. And we are continuing on with part two.、Um, if you haven't listened to part one, please pause this and backtrack to the previous episode. That's right.、Uh, we'll just get into it. This is part two of Childhood. And we have two special guests with us、uh, again. We have Kai. Hey, Kai. Hi. And we also have Jade. Hello. So, how, how can we support our, 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 our children in our church or, our, or the parents of children in our church? And how can we support our teachers in our churches?、Um, like, I guess not specifically in this time. Um, but just in general, like, how, what, what could we be doing that, that would help、um, parents and, and educators、uh, and, and children themselves、um, within our churches? I think I could speak on behalf of teachers.、Um, but I really feel like in the classroom,、um, like we were speaking before, I do feel like it's part of a mission field as well, actually, even for the adults.、Um, But just really pray for the atmosphere in the classroom. That Holy Spirit will really、um, be and guide, you know, in, in, ev- in everything. Because even to like a simple conversation that we're having with children, let it, let it be light, you know, let it be、um, full, let, let it be full of, you know,、um, full of grace always. And actually, just I, I do feel as though that. When we pray into a school, we're also praying about relationships with colleagues. We're also praying about the children to grow. You know, they're only with us for a year. They may not ever get a Christian teacher again.、Um, but to really just、um, pray into those little aspects in the school as well.、Um, and even for, even for the well being of the teacher, you know, there's some days where I feel like I can't do it anymore. And some days I just feel just exhausted.、Um, so again, more prayer for even physical. Um, physical energy as well. So that, that's from me anyway. Thanks. That's great. I think if we can kind of foster a culture of being willing to learn from each other, I think it's such a wealth experience、um, of parents、um, within a church of all ages, you know, parents who have been parents and then grandparents.、Um, there's so much wisdom. And we live in such a kind of, quite often is, you know, me and my family, and this is the way that I do things.、Um, and sometimes we're just kind of grappling at straws because we don't really have a point of reference of role models or、um, how things can be better done. And out there, there are these, you know, all these parents who have done it already and have learned so many things along the way. And have seen it in their grandchildren, or you know, they, they, might be,、um, they might be educated more in that particular field. And if we as a church would be willing to be open and tap into that wisdom that the church actually has, I think we can really benefit as parents, which then benefits our children. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. That's like, yeah, I think, I think so many parents, especially new parents, feel like they're going through it all by themselves.、Mm. Um, 
and actually that's a really good reminder to us as as a church that that we need to reach out and and support each other mm. um, as much as possible there is benefit to I, the word that came up to me um whilst kai was saying all that was intergenerational it's important to yeah foster like older parents can benefit the younger parents and the grandparents can also speak wisdom into the younger generations as well mm. um and i think that's the beautiful aspect of having a church family where you guys can all learn yeah from e- each other yeah absolutely and the children can benefit so much from just being around and talking to older you know older people they can learn so much from them. And obviously the older generation, the, you know, kind of the grandparent types love generally <laughs> um, the children and being with them. Like there's such a mutual benefit of just being together and conversing together and spending time together. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully we'll be exploring more of the different life stages uh, in the coming episodes. Right, Ansi? Uh Yeah. <laughs> nice plug there man but but i before we conclude yeah is there anything else that you guys think you would like to talk about with childhood and educating children and i think i didn't i we we kind of touched upon it and we didn't go into it too much we talked a bit about behavior and kind of like managing behavior and bet Ben, you sort of touched upon you want to understand, you know, kind of the mm. child. We didn't quite reach the level of kind of parenting to the heart. If you, do, do you know what I mean? So, you know how like we manage behavior, you know, in a classroom we manage behavior and it's often kind of the behavior that we see. And, you know, often in, quite often in certainly my early days of parenting and the way that my parents parented me, it was, so you don't care how I feel, you just got to behave right. Um, mm. And for me, like something that I, I, I have learned massively and I'm still learning that I think is so key is how as parents we can kind of parent to you kind of wanting a certain behavior but not building the relationship, not caring first and foremost about their hearts and the relationship mm. between me and the child speaking as a parent and a teacher like it's it's a different thing isn't it like when mm. when you're when you're in the classroom you you try to do that and you want to do that and on a good day you can do that if it's if it's one kid that you mm. need to, to, <laughs> to address but if right. it's like like half the class or something uh, right. yeah there is an element of okay well there are a set of guidelines that you need to learn to follow and like you you do need to learn like that there's times when you need to listen to authority but with your own kids yeah I think I think there's there's absolutely that you want it to be about what are they going through and why are they displaying that behavior rather than just be Mm. like don't do that yeah yeah well and in the in the whole interaction to know that they are loved no matter mm. but i've got a question 
I've got a question. Kids act differently outside of the home and they act differently with their parents. Would you agree to that statement? Mm. Yes. Like, the kids know how to push the buttons of parents or family members. But yet when they're in the real world, for example, in school, um, they may not be as assertive or or they also learn behaviours from watching the naughty boys at school and that's where they get inspired to you know try it try it at home that's interesting though i think mm. if you if you watch someone being naughty in school it's not always that kids think it's cool to copy that that's not always the case mm. um yeah i guess i think i think all behavior oh i sound like i'm trying to do like psychology here <laughs> behavior is is really about just human interactions isn't it it's about relationships with the people around you yes a lot of the time oh, and certainly in the behavior we're talking about bad behavior really aren't we um and so if yeah if you take the example of a kid who's being naughty in class and like will the classmates copy that i think they may copy that if the relationship with the teacher is a bad one but if the relationship with the teacher is a good one and they can see that the teacher doesn't approve of that, of the behavior, then hopefully they will, more kids will be on the side of the teacher than the side of the, the child that's acting out. Um, whereas if the, if they can see a reason why the child is doing it, because I don't know, that teacher's not being fair or, um, like they're being too strict or they can just see something that the teacher can't then they might side with that kid and behave in the same way. Mm, yeah, completely. I think there's also another element of it where, so I know there's some children who are really well behaved in school, but at home parents will come to me and say, they're being a nightmare. <laughs> and, um, you know, I feel like sometimes they can maybe repress their actual emotions in school maybe sometimes. And then it all comes out when they're back home. But, you know, having said that, there's probably so, there's so many elements to it. You know, sometimes there could be siblings at home who push buttons as well. Uh, parents may have had a bad day as well. There's just so many aspects to it. Yeah, there are. I, and like going from that, so on that level, um, when children are in a classroom situation, and they're at school, there are certain behavior expectations that aren't just expected from that one child, it's expected by all. And for the most part, the children try and comply to that behavior expectation. They get praised, it's the expected norm. And if you fall out of line, generally you will be um, punished. <laughs> You know, it will be highlighted and you will stand mm. out. And most <laughs> children, not all children, most children generally want to please the teacher and, you know, kind of be good. And it takes, um, from my understanding, it takes quite a lot, especially in the younger years, um, to be of that good behavior all day. Um, you have to you have to maintain it at home. How often is a child expected to kind of be on, kind of like, in a way, switch on, right? They have to be on 
the whole time. Like even for an adult, if I'm in a situation where I have to be like on it for like six hours or you know how many hours, it's hard. And so, um, you know, I've I've got kind of like schooled friends who talk about when they come home, they're really tired, and I don't get the best from them. And in a way, it's no wonder if they have spent all these hours at school, you know, working really hard to be the better they can be in a school situation. But when they go home, they're like, oh, I can finally relax. And, you know, all that, you know, like JJ said, you know, maybe at school they repress their emotions. Of course, for every child sitting in the classroom, there'll be all sorts of emotions going through them all through the day. But there's no real avenue for them to express that. So it's no wonder that when they go home, they're like, oh, you know, I'm relaxed now. I can just be. And some of that tension or stress or, you know, it's a bit of a release and they behave differently at home. And I think on the other level, like Ansi, you said, you know, like children, when they go home, they know how to push buttons. But at school, they might behave very differently. I mean, for one, I think in any situation, children or adults, any different setting, we all behave differently, right? If I'm, a, if I'm a teacher at school, I behave in a certain way. If I go to a church meeting, I might behave in a certain way, not because I'm different, but just because the different situations, right, require something different from you. So, you know, if children are at school, they're expected to behave a certain way. If they're at home, there's also this connection of they know that their mommy and their daddy or their family loves them. And buttons are pressed in the way that if they behaved in that way at school, the, you know, the teacher doesn't have that relationship with a child where any buttons are going to be pressed. It's going to be, oh, you know, you've got to behave this way or oh, that's OK. They're not emotionally kind of invested. Whereas at home, if the behavior is not as you know, a parent with desire, it pushes buttons because that parent has an invest, you know, emotional investment in that child. Um, yeah, so it's it's no wonder, I guess, that they behave differently. Is what I is what I guess is trying to say. Because I guess, because <laughs> I guess I've seen shows like Super Nanny where mm. the parents have lost all control of mm. family life. Like, mm. you know, meal times, there's tantrums, mm -hmm. there's, mm -hmm. you know, issues getting their kids to sleep. Um, mm. So I can, I can understand why, you know, Jade, you said a lot of the kids weren't able to hand in their homework during the lockdown period because maybe the parents are struggling to parent mm. their own children. Yeah. Mm. Like, but how can we better support, I don't know, like, I, I, how can we help? Can we help? Or is it just the parents trying to plough through and soldier on and learn different ways of, you know, helping their children to manage their behaviour? When you say we, do you mean as a church community? Yeah, as a church community, as for the listeners um, that may not have children or for those that are listening that are our parents, um, like, how can we help? <laughs> I think similar to what Kanye was saying, though, like in a school, you can, I wouldn't call it bribery, but there's lots of rewards, aren't there? You do the right thing. <laughs> you get this. True. Um, whereas I feel like that 
is a bit it may not be as natural in you know a home setting because you have things like the comforts of you know watching tv at home as well you have comforts of just having time to just play with things that you actually like whereas in a school they've kind of just got to be just because it's in a school um so it's it's a hard one i'd say i think uh, yeah i mean we all have the advantage of of having any kind of formal teaching education includes an element of behavior management so maybe we understand it in a different way to some people or at least um at least everyone has their own experiences of behavior and discipline growing up mm. and so when you become a parent you don't instantly become an expert on um on discipline and behavior you just bring what you've learned good or bad i guess from your um, own parents yeah and so that might be in imitating how your parents did it or that might be like doing exact opposite of what they did because you didn't enjoy the or you didn't feel like the way that you were disciplined was effective or fair or whatever um so it's quite hard to figure out as a community i think um although like having the opportunity to talk about it i think is is really important um being part of uh like family life groups and stuff like that i think is um is really helpful or even if you're not in a family life group at least just getting other um other parents together or other teachers maybe um to talk about it because then you do realize oh it's not that my child hates me or like my child will refuse to do anything that i say is is actually a, a more of a common experience um i guess the last thing that i would say is like um i was reading a book recently it wasn't a christian book but um it was talking about uh behavior but not like bad behavior just behavior in general um, like habits and stuff and um it it made the point that like your children are not like robots that you control they're they're people with their own desires and emotions and um thoughts and so it's not really just about controlling your child as much as it is like working with your child um and you still need to set boundaries and like have a point where certain behavior is not acceptable but actually if you don't make it about like i want you to i want you to to do this and do that at this time um then i think that's that's setting up for a better um relationship yeah and um i think following on from what you were saying actually i'd say like practically as well we always say in the classroom, which can also be um, applied into home life as well, is actually the behaviors that children are showing are normally from something deeper. There's a reason why they are showing these, um, maybe a signs of distress, maybe anger, maybe just anxiety. And it always stems from something. And I think it's actually as a parents, um, you know, if it was me, I would actually really, really look into why is that? You know, it can be something as simple as, you know, you're not giving them enough quality time and your eyes are just on your phone, but yet you're wondering why they're not, mm. they're not acting the right way. Mm. 
Or it could be something deeper where something is happening outside of home life and they're bringing it back into um, the house. So I think, um, you know, there are so, and there's more, there's so much more, which I could go on all night and say, mm. but, you know, these are just two of them mm. really. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's something that I've learned, which I'll probably bring into, you know, it, you know, if I have the chance to be a mother um, in the future is, you know, I've, I've learned actually when you say something, you've got to follow through with it. So there's been times in the classroom where I haven't and then it kind of they just get away with it. But actually over the years, I've had to learn actually what you say, you've got to mean. And when you mean it, then you can act on it. Um, and so that would be my practical tip to make sure you always follow through. Yep, 100%. <laughs> well, thank you so much to our two lovely guests, uh, Kai and Jade, for being on our show. Yeah, thanks, guys. It was a really great conversation. Well, thanks for having us. It was really, really fun. Yeah, thanks for inviting me to be a part of this podcast. It's been really great talking with you guys about childhood and parenting and teaching. I definitely learned a lot about um, just hearing you guys share about homeschooling and even hearing Jade's examples of being in that classroom setting and even, you know, coming out of lockdown and teaching in this day and age um i think it's definitely very enlightening for yeah someone like me who don't doesn't have children but at the same time i i also know that our listeners some of them might have questions some of them want to further explore it but um please 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 let us know if you have any thoughts um send them in our way uh ben's gonna tell us yeah too a b side at the bcc.org.uk I hope you guys have learned loads and have been challenged. Um, but I also know that, you know, us as a community, it's it's great that we can be together and also learn and dialogue through, you know, these com- these types of conversations. So keep them happening, and we hope that you enjoyed today's episode. All right. Until next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.